Welcome to Naja Reviews. This is Brian, your host, and today we're going to talk about The Monster That Challenged the World. It's a 57 movie, sci-fi, obviously it's a monster movie. Uh, I randomly watched this one on Netflix back in the day when I was bored at college because I didn't have anything else better to do. And I've liked it, well, I liked it and I have not watched it since until this week and i still like it i mean it's compared to other 50s movies i'm sure that it isn't very high on the list but they made a giant practical monster puppet that attacked people so that scores points for me inaccuracies aside which we'll get into when we get to that point so a mon it's a 50s monster movie the the summary is a creature gets released that is bigger than normal and attacks and the military has to try to put it down that's that's it i'd say if you're into these kind of movies it's a great one to watch just it's not going to offend you at all but these movies tend to have a rhythm they go through i alluded to it in a previous episode can't remember which movie it was now that i'm thinking about it but i said it felt like a 50s movie where things get said not shown and then we get to like for example in this movie they talk about a plan that they're gonna do they set out to do that plan like the boat drives off and then it cuts to when they're back from doing that like we didn't get to see it but nothing happened so they didn't show anything that's kind of what i mean with a 50s movie they don't show you a lot of things they just like we're gonna go kick his ass and then the scene transitions and the guy whose ass they were gonna kicked is bruised they don't show his ass get kicked i mean that doesn't have anything to do with this movie but that's the vibe and i don't mind it it saves time for the monster to be on screen or even if it's not on screen be attacking people so let's get into this overview this movie takes place uh, at the Salton Sea in California. There's a military lab and base there, and they've done nuclear tests. And in the opening narration, we learn that there was an earthquake. They have people jumping into or out of airplanes and parachuting down. Something to do with testing modern flying vehicles. It, it didn't make a whole lot of sense when I heard it. Still doesn't. So there's a test jump and there's a, a boat with two crew members that see him land. But once they get to where the parachute is in the water, uh, he's not there. One of the guys jumps in to go look for him doesn't surface and then the other guy gets scared to death by a shadow his his yell is hilarious bad then we cut to commander hard ass he's only been on the base for a week his name is twillinger his whole entire character arc is he's a hard ass that softens a little bit because of a love interest so they go to investigate they get to the boat they find said scared to death guy on the boat they can't find the other two people they there's nobody else on the boat there's some sort of jizz like secretion on the boat that twillinger just like picks up with his hand and he's like this is gross so they get a sample of it the jumper surfaces all of a sudden and he looks like beef jerky then we cut to the lab brings the sample for a test twillinger's like could it be radioactivity that's causing this and the doc's like no it would never be that why would it be that in a 50s movie that doesn't make any sense but we also get to see uh, the love interest her name is gail she has a kid named sandy and we learn that twillinger is actually pretty good with uh, her kid which is weird because it's total just a juxtaposition to everybody else he talks to. I mean, he's kind of even a hard ass to Gale at first, but he softens up a little bit. The sample needs more tests. 
So they go to the coroner's office, room, wherever, whatever the fuck it's called. And the guy died of a stroke because of fear and the other two got sucked dry. Like somebody that was dead for a hundred years has three times as much water in it than these people do. So the creature just sucks up all your fluids. They close the beach right away. And we're back to the lab, and they figure out the sample's radioactive. So it was radioactivity that caused the monsters. So that whole scene was pointless. The sample is more radioactive than the surrounding sea, so they know it's they know something's up. Like, why is this substance so much more radioactive? A random girl is going out, and her mom's like, you going out with that boy who's an army guy? Or a navy guy, sorry. And they're on the beach, and they go swimming. And then he disappears while they're swimming, and she gets pulled under. There's an investigation. Twillinger is always there. He's an investigating officer, after all. There's a kid outside playing with a Navy cap, or a sailor's cap. So Twillinger asks him where he found it, and the kid takes him to the site. There's clothes from each party, and some of that white crap on the scene. So now we cut to divers inspecting the bottom of the sea to see what happened. And it is the... Everybody on the boat is random officer, Twillinger, to the two lab assistants, and the doctor. And I forgot to mention this earlier, but one of the assistants has an expecting wife, and if you can't guess which one of them is going to die here, I'm sorry. Anyways, they find a cave down at the bottom. It's like 120 feet down, which is way deeper than that part of the Salton Sea. And they find a big bag full of water... They call it an egg, and they float it to the surface. But as they disturb the egg, they find the lady sucked dry, and the lab assistant with the expecting wife gets tangled in some weeds, and then he gets sucked dry, and we get to see it. The other lab assistant comes up, and he's like, It was big! But that's cool, because like in a few seconds, it attacks the boat, and we only get to see part of it. It's way bigger than a human. And it's like, they have gaffs, and they're poking at it, and it breaks one off, and the doc's like, Poke its eye out. And they stab its eye out. It's got pincers and a a mouth part that moves in and out and big giant round eyes. And then it falls back into the water so they don't know if it's dead or not. Uh, This is the whole plan thing I was talking about earlier. They're like, we're going to set death charges and blow them the hell up and close off the, the entrance to that cave. And then, well... The assistant's wife comes in and gets the bad news. Twillinger comforts Gail because Gail lost her husband two years ago and she has a kid. And Gail is feeling like shit because she doesn't know how to comfort the other lady because she knows what she's going through. And Twillinger just helps her calm down. Offers her a cigarette because it's in the 50s. She says no though. Back to the lab. They're holding. They're halting the growth of the egg for study. By controlling the temperature. They show stock footage like of snails because it's they're like, can't remember the scientific name. Can remember the species was Gebuiensis. Can't remember the first part. But anyway, he says something real dumb. He's like, notice the s- similarities between this and the creature. And it's like, th- there isn't because the creature does not look like a snail. Its eyes are set into its head just like a normal animal. They aren't on stalks. Only gripe with the creature. Doesn't have eye stalks and it's supposed to be a snail. But whatever. They hatch fully grown for whatever reason. They can move over land. The doc thinks there's at least 10 left or there's a possibility that there is 10 left. Uh, they might have made it into the canal, which doesn't make sense because it's the Salton Sea and the canal's freshwater. And he theorizes that the earthquake opened up a pocket of eggs 
and the water rushed in and the radioactivity helped reactivate them from like ancient times because some shrimp do that now minus the radiation. So they have 24 hour patrols around everything. Twillinger asks Gail out and Gail's like, nah. And then she changes her mind and they go on a date. And throughout this date, he becomes more understanding. Also, he gets robbed by a kid selling pens, but that's the character building moment where he doesn't do anything. He just laughs it off when normally he wouldn't. Patrol finds a guy who's been attacked uh, there's reports of two dead cattle, and they theorize that there must be an underground water passage that they went through after closing off the cave. The lock keepers at each lock are supposed to close the lock if they see any of them, uh, to trap them, and they're going to try to follow them back to the nest. Gail's dumb kid sneaks into the lab and turns the heat up that's controlling the egg because the bunny that she likes is cold. I get it. But, you know, she didn't know. Lock 57 Keeper gets eaten. So then they order all the locks to close up to 57. But at one of the locks, it crushes it. And Twillinger's not too happy about that. But the lock keeper didn't know that they were going to follow it. He just heard a sound. And then he came out and looked. And it was dead. Uh, they learned that there's that natives have dug wells. They were called the Wells of Life. And they line up with the lock. So they go on a helicopter and they find a massive white slick of a, a secretion. So then they go down there and blow them up. But on the way back, Gail and her kid get attacked by the newly hatched snail monster. That's like 10 feet tall at least. And I don't know how long it is. She makes it into the back room with her kid. She does a really good job of making sure that her kid does not get hurt by this thing. So Twillinger gets there right in the nick of time. And instead of axing it a question, he sprays it with a uh, fire extinguisher. And back then they were all CO2, I believe. So it, he thought, since it doesn't like cold, we'll freeze it. And then when that ran out, before that ran out, it distracted enough for Gale and Sandy to escape. And then he pulls... A pipe out of the ground it's like a gas pipe it doesn't really matter what kind of gas it is it's going to be cold because it's a liquid and sprays it on a, on it and it seems to be affecting it but the doc comes in with a group of uh soldiers and they shoot the shit out of it and then the movie ends it's not very long it's it's an 80 minute long movie and i left out a few things but none of it was important to the story it was just goofy shit or a guy that i fucking can't stand fuck that guy anyway this one's a real quick one because i'm strapped for time but next week should be back to normal i have no idea what i'm gonna watch for next week but it's all good by the way before i go if you would like to see the trailer for any of the movies that I put out, or that I do a review on, sorry, just to get an idea before you listen to the episode, if you go on to my stupid TikTok that I don't even want to have, I post the trailers on there as kind of like a preview of the review, kinda. So if you would like to see some of them, they're up there. I just started doing it, so it's not the whole list. But if you would like to get a better idea of what I'm talking about, if I don't describe something super well, you can get a better view of it on there without actually having to watch the movie before the review. I hope you guys watch the movie after the review, if I like it or whatever, or you think it's so bad it could be fun to watch. Whatever. Whatever you want to do. In other words, I have a stupid TikTok. Don't even want it. So I just put trailers on there when the reviews are up. All right. I'm gonna go now. Hope you all have a good week. Bye.